0: It has been a week, and it's only Wednesday. I don't know about you guys, but I'm currently still recovering from a 10-miler I ran on a whim on Sunday with a friend while trying to make up for a winter of missed vitamin D consumption in the Bahamas on assignment. Emily Abadi here. Welcome back to the second installment of my new series called Hurdle Moment, in honor of all the small hurdles we're conquering each and every day. You guys really know how to make a girl. Feel loved because last week's hurdle moment was the most trafficked episode in a single day ever of the pod. And that just makes me feel all sorts of smiley and mushy and thankful and have so much gratitude. And uh, I just, I love this thing. Like I said last week, the goal of this new segment is to give you a little motivation right when you need it on Hump Day in the form of a quickie episode. And this will have actionable advice, maybe something that's been getting at me over the past week that I figured out some sort. Sort of solution worth sharing or techniques or strategies or what have you. And to reiterate again, I'm still always going to release a new hurdle every Monday as I always have, but these hurdle moments, they're just little gems for every Wednesday, bumping this whole operation up to two episodes a week. Fun little fact, I actually ran the Lululemon Half Marathon Seawees last year. And over the course of that weekend, the brand puts on a bunch of fun activations and things for race participants to do. So one of the things they do that I participated in was a goal setting session where I was brought up on stage to share something that was on my radar. And at the time, I was publishing Hurdle every other week once. <laughs> and I walked up on stage and I said out loud that my goal by 2020 was not just to be publishing it weekly, but to make this sort of side hustle more of my main hustle. And uh, so anyway, the point of the story is to tell you that last week, my listener, Mia, who I first connected with over there, she shot me a message and she said, I just wanted to point out that when I met you, hurdle was in one place, now it's in this new place, and that's because you've been working hard and it's just been so awesome to see and man, what an awesome thing to point out. Whether you're a first time listener or you've been hanging out with me for a while now, I'm always here to interact and I make a big effort to answer all the messages that come in, whether they're in my email or in my DMs or in the comments. With that said, a lot of messages are coming in. So give me a little bit of time. And if I don't respond, feel free to hit me up again. I'm on Instagram. Again, it's at Emily Abadi, also at Hurdle Podcast. My email is Emily at emilyathurdle.com. In this week's installment of Hurdle Moment, I am talking about simple strategies to become a morning person, and uh, I think this one's a goodie. With that, let's get to this week's Hurdle Moment. Mornings are pretty polarizing, right? It's like you either totally are aware that you're good at mornings or you're the kind of person that would 100% sleep until 11am every single day if alarms weren't a thing. If you follow me on Instagram, then you know that I am indeed one of those early riser kinds. My alarm every day is set specifically for no reason at all at 5 32 and I'm usually out the door before six. Some days I'm functioning earlier and others I sleep in. Now granted my version of sleeping in is being in bed until like 8 30 in the morning <laughs> but hey that's just me. Al, I have some bad news for some. I've always been sort of good at this morning thing. And before I was as into fitness as I am now, and you can learn all about how that happened in my 70-pound weight loss in college in episode one of the podcast, I was still an early morning riser at that time. I was cool with a schedule back in college that involved lectures that started at 8 a.m. and honestly even preferred them and loved being able to get stuff done. On the other hand, I've never really been good at staying out late, which works for me since I'm not really much of a party animal. The way that I view mornings is that they're my opportunity to get a leg up on the day before everyone else wants or needs something from me, which, when you're a contractor, feels like... Constantly. Mornings are my time. They're my form of self care. And there's something special about the quiet you get in New York City, this bustling place at 6 a.m. when everyone's still in bed, still taking it easy, and I'm able to get out there, do my thing, and enjoy it in a way that you just can't for the rest of the day. So, with that, here are my simple hacks for becoming a morning person. Hack number one go to bed early. I know it sounds so intuitive, but you cannot burn the candle at both ends, period. There was a time in my life when I was 23 and new to New York City and more of a night owl than I am now and could somehow, some way, go out until 2 a.m. to the PhD rooftop in meatpacking, dancing, and then make it effortlessly to a 7-10 a.m. Barry's Boot Camp class in Chelsea, no problem. That is not me anymore. Generally, I'm in bed on work nights around 9.30, maybe 10 p.m. at the latest and sleeping by 10.30. And that means that if I get to bed at that time, I'm getting at least seven hours of sleep per night on average. For me, I get tired by that time. It's just something that I've gotten used to. Everyone's different with how much sleep that they need. But for me, that seven hours is just enough that when I wake up the next day, I don't want to immediately slam the snooze button on my phone the second the alarm goes off which brings me to a very important point yes I sleep with my phone next to my bed I feel like that's like some major confession and that I'm not supposed to do it and Ariana Huffington is like shaking her finger at me even though she probably doesn't know I exist Listen, I know the science of how important it is to reduce blue light or the light that comes from phones and iPads and TVs, all that stuff before getting into bed. Research shows that at night, light can throw off the body's biological clock and your sleep suffers, which can then be triggering for bad things like heart disease and obesity and cancer, etc. And so obviously, yes, saying all this out loud makes me want to tweak my habit. And the good news is that I've already gone as far as to buy an alarm clock so I can maybe maybe start sleeping with the phone a little bit farther from my bed, but just like anything else changes hard. So it takes small steps, right? Like I wouldn't stop sleeping with the phone next to my bed if I didn't buy the alarm clock. So that's step one. Step two is actually using the alarm clock. So maybe right now I'm challenging you. You can challenge me. Let's try to sleep with the phone like at least five feet away. Cool. Okay. Hack number one, go to bed early. Hack number two, have a routine. If you don't have some sort of plan for your morning, you'll be less motivated to get out of bed in the first place. Now, I don't want you guys to think that I'm preaching that by becoming a morning person, you have to be a morning exerciser. That's the first thing I want to note. Instead, I'm just trying to offer tips here to help you be better at functioning in the morning. And if you want to incorporate some sort of sweat, then so it. So developing a plan. I'll run through my usual routine to give you an idea of what my mornings usually look like. First, my iPhone alarm goes off next to my bed. Yes. I head to the bathroom. I brush my teeth. I come out and I walk straight to make my bed. This is huge. There's a special significance behind this because I feel like once I make my bed, I'm obviously not getting back into it. It also immediately makes me feel more organized and like I've accomplished something in my day. How easy is it to make your bed? It takes about five seconds and I swear it's the first key to success. Once the bed is made, I reach for my one line a day gratitude journal, which I'll talk a little bit more in just a second, and then my mantra cards. And I talked about these mantra motto cards. They're from anthropology in last week's hurdle moment. But I draw a card from the deck for the day, snap a photo of it to put on my phone later, and then I write one thing in the journal that I'm grateful for. Next up, I ask Alexa what the forecast is for the day. And after she tells me, I put on the day's episode of Up First, which is a news podcast that I love from NPR. The episodes usually run 10 to 12 minutes, which is just enough time before I head out the door. As that plays, I'm getting dressed to work out. So that means sports bra, spandex, lace up my sneakers, also for Instagram, and then that's it. I'm out. To answer your first question, I know you're going to have, no, I do not drink coffee before I sweat. Typically, I come back home after the workout, so once I'm back home, I put water on the stove and a kettle, I make my to-do list for the day in my planner, and then I hop in the shower. Quick note about the to-do list. Things you should not do. Write down, like, 30 things on the list. My advice, pick five things that have to get done that day, and that will certainly help you prioritize. At the top of that list, if there's anything that has a strict time commitment, like today, I had to get to UPS before it closed at seven, I asterisk that so that I remember it's an action item as other things start to get thrown my way as the day goes on. Okay, so i made the list, I've showered, then I take the kettle, I pour over my coffee, which is so much easier than people make it out to be, and then I bring the coffee mug to my bedroom where I get dressed, do my hair, organize, period. I stop back in the kitchen, I grab my glass shaker bottle from my Athletic Greens, I shake it up, I bring that and sip it as I organize my bag for the day, I put in my AirPods, find a podcast to listen to on my commute, and just like that, I'm out. That's it. The whole secondary part of my routine takes less than an hour. There are steps to the morning routine. I do almost the same exact thing every single day. That gives me structure to my morning. It gives me a purpose to get out of my bed. And having that routine makes me just feel more productive. Hack number three. Have gratitude. Okay. So last year I started with the gratitude in the mornings, and it's actually been a really big difference maker for me. On the mornings when I feel super groggy and I want to go back to bed, I can usually muster the energy to get to the point where I pry myself out and make it to the bathroom. And when I'm done with that, I know that it's my time to be grateful moment after I make my bed. And that step is really what keeps me up. Taking a moment to reflect on the past 24 hours, I'm reminded that every single day I have something to be thankful for. And that's what keeps me kicking. One thing is this your gratitude could literally be something as small as, like, I didn't forget my AirPods at home yesterday. (laughs) And what this does is that it helps you find the simple little wins for your everyday. If you've ever gone through a day without your headphones, you know how much it is a win to remember to throw them in your bag in the morning. And before I move on, a quick challenge. For All of you this week. Why don't we all do this gratitude thing together? So I say that because it was so awesome to see your list from last week's episode on how to live a life you love. So this week, What I want you to do is write down one single thing you're grateful for each day. If you're comfortable with it, share it with me, tag me on Instagram, and you will realize that this is one two-minute task that can totally put you in a good mood from the moment you roll out of bed, even if your eyes are still totally in that blurry morning stage. (laughs) Okay, hack number four, be single. Okay, I'm kidding. But I will say that I have to admit, being a single woman living on my own, this routine is a whole lot easier than it is when you have to factor someone else into the equation. With that said, if you want to be a morning person and that's something that's really important to you, then it's really important that you communicate that to your partner. This way, you A, won't have animosity toward them if you feel guilty for wanting to be a morning person. And B, that way the two of you can talk about what that looks like for both of you. If you're, for say, for instance, a morning workout person, maybe that means setting your clothes up the night before so that you don't wake your partner up wrestling through your sock drawer. Maybe it means packing your bag, whatever the case may be, there are certain strategies and small steps you can take less than 12 hours in advance to set you up for success before your alarm goes off the next morning. Hack number five, exercise. Okay, I know I told you I wasn't going to judge you for what your morning routine involved and I'm not. But the people I know that are successful morning people are all people who like to work out first thing. So I've got to highlight that. I actually just interviewed 10 different successful entrepreneurs and CEOs for an upcoming Women's Health article, and 9 out of 10 of them told me they work out first thing in the morning. So whatever your workout is, it has to be something that makes you happy. Otherwise, you likely won't stay committed to it. So for me, usually that's running. But for you, maybe that's yoga or spin or just lifting weights at the gym. Whatever it is. Is, if it lasts for 10 minutes or two hours, it counts. And don't let anybody tell you anything different. And that's it. Just five simple hacks to maybe make you a little bit more of a morning person. Again, there's no magic pill. It's okay. And remember, your routine is just that it's yours. It's cool to snag things from mine that you think might work for you, but it's okay if they don't. Don't be too harsh on yourself if you truly want to be a morning person and it takes a while to stick. Just like anything else in life, I really try to live my mornings by my motto that all it takes is all you've got. And some mornings I don't got much, and that's cool. But again, even small steps in the right direction are forward progress. Again, these things don't happen overnight. Well, I mean, I guess they could happen overnight if you get to bed earlier, if you catch my drift, but I'm not the bedtime police over here. (sighs) That's it. That's this week's hurdle moment. Again, you need anything? You want to comment? Shoot me a DM. Say hi at Emily Abadi at Hurdle Podcast. Emily at Hurdle.us. Leave a quick review. Clicking the description to this episode. You're the best. Another hurdle conquered. Catch you guys next time.